10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You know how people don't like the word moist? <laughs> Let me tell you the word I don't like. Clout. Hello, 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 it is Mr. What I Want. I've been on the ground for years and have a switched up. No, I won't. I diversify the flow. Subject matter ain't in chains. Trying to take over the world. I like pinky in the brain. Uh, Route 44. And I guess I'm riding solo. I be walking through the city and you know I'm going solo. Y'all lost like total. Veered off the yellow brick road for some yellow brick hoes and some yellow brick gold. Okay, I get the interest, but now y'all just signing ignorant. Mixing the littles with the Uzis. Y'all easing the verse. Wait. I gotta know, man, what you screaming in your verse to this It's my opinion, if it works, I guess it works I'm trying to flip the business, seems y'all just want the biz quick When I flip my wrist, intention is to let y'all know I'm in this For the long haul, hip-hop saved my life I am silly sometimes, but my reason's always right, uh Now I ain't trying to knock on this new thing But tell me why do you all sound the same For the fame, I can hang, yeah I'm here to give them what they really want Cause everybody be looking at you like what you be on I be gone, soon as I see that microphone Still writing my own way, as if I'm on a boat Ask me a question, I never choke We need more truth, them lies in your bars Ain't matching up with you, a fool I would be if I fell for it twice They breaking about ice When they could be saving lives uh -huh. About five, five minutes to get it off my mind I'm out of time Ooh. Think I done wrote too many lines uh -huh. Though we ain't signed nope. We put our hearts in this Used to be my friend Until you Nintendo Switch Don't me it's all good Cause fakes gon' reveal themselves The last thing I care about Is the clout and wealth These days I'm happy being by myself These days I'm happy being by myself Yo, what's going on everybody, it's your boy, Earth Mac, the mad scientist. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening on this October 28th edition, the Thursday edition of the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Man, uh, Thanos Rick had a very successful movie night. Uh, last night with the Geek Corner, uh, we watched uh, Studio Ghibli's Howl's Moving Castle. This is my first time seeing that movie. And uh, I, I would definitely tell you that that's probably one of the best anime movies I have seen. Not the best, but okay. one of the best. Okay. Um, Studio Ghibli never misses. I'm going to tell you like right now. Anything Studio Ghibli touches as far as like an animated movie, you, you, you're you not going to be disappointed. At no point, you're going to be disappointed. So, and they had a star-studded cast. So Christian Bale was how uh, Billy Crystal was the uh, Calcifer, the the fire. And you had other voice actors as well, like American voice actors, like well-known actors in their own right. So, I think that will also carry the show or the movie because it came from a book, How's Moving Castle, which is more detailed, which I don't have the book, but uh, How's Moving Castle is really, really good. 
is really, really good. Um, myself, Thread Madnet, one of our staff from Orange Phoenix Magazine, um, she was educating me on Howl's Moving Castle. Now, the next two movies for the month of November is, I don't know what's up with the wheel, man, but it's, it's landing on them. The first movie is Police Story, Jackie Chan. Mm. Yeah. Good one, good one, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second movie is Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> good one. Another good one. Another good one. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds is the next one up. So, um, and oh, well, Police Store is the next one up. And then after that, Revenge of the Nerds. So, happy about that. And also, very, very soon, uh, the November edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine will be released. It will be coming out. Uh, very, very soon. It's not November yet, so just be on the lookout. We got some articles still flowing in and stuff like that, so cannot wait for that. But if you want to read the October edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine, you definitely can do that if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com and click on Magazine, and you get all the issues there from our months of Orange Phoenix Magazine from the first to the to the most recent. And if you want to subscribe to the magazine, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix for only $5 a month. You are guaranteed an issue per month and also you will be getting uh, comics declassified in that $5 a month column and again, we will be working on that. More than likely we'll be working on that this week as far as our uh, first hero or villain depends on how we feel on what we're going to talk about and we're going to put that in the $5 column for Patreon for the people out there. But they know Rick, man. What is happening? What is happening with you, fam? Well, just to piggyback off your, uh, your your news there, be on the lookout for a special, special, special column by me on the Dallas Cowboys. So you will. Oh, st- I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you right now. That column would never show up in the Orange Phoenix magazine. I'm going to tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. No, no, no. We will not have it. It's coming, and it's going to be a doozy. Might be 10, 12 pages. Who knows? Who knows? But it will be the glorious history of Jerry Jones, his purchase of the team in 19, what was I think, 89? And then, Uh and then, and then how we had become America's team throughout the years. You know what's funny, right? You know, when they call it America's team, that moniker was not supposed to stay with that team. It was just something going on in that in that particular time period, and that name just kind of stuck. So, well, again, well, this is this is a toxic fake. fan base just holding on fake. to the name, but you can't call it America's team, and you ain't won a Super Bowl since the early nineties. Hey, call it fake. if you really want to call if you really want to call a team America's <laughs> team. I would consider it being New England Patriots, considering the fact they don't won multiple Super Bowls in recent memory. If you want to say who is the true America's team at this point, you got to give it to New England Patriots. You're not the Dallas Cowboys. Because they've been one and done whenever they go to the damn playoffs. You're, you're a hater. You're a hater. I ain't no hater. Is that not the truth? Is that not the truth? You've always been a hater and you will continue, I Look, see, you, of being don't a hater. Mix, don't, mix, <laughs> don't mix the hateration with fact because you know what the fact is. They always blow it up in the, in the um, regular season and then when it comes down and they got the softest division in the league, and when it comes down to the playoffs, they want to do it. Mainly with Aaron Rodgers. Is that not fact? Exactly. And that's not hate. That's just truth. 
if you want to say who's America's team is, you got to give it to New England Patriots because recently they have won multiple Super Bowls with Tom Brady. That is America's team. And I don't like New England. Is that not fact, Thanos Rick? Is that, are you not entertained? Good morning, Top Gun. Good morning. <laughs> Just don't <run. laughs> Good morning, Top Gun. What, what you are listening to right now is hatred coming from the airways. And I apologize to you, Top Gun. Why is there hatred? Is, is, am I not spitting facts? Am I not spitting facts? To all of the listeners who dedicate dedicate their time to listen to us. We appreciate it, but I apologize for Erskine's hate through these airways. I personally apologize to There's all of you, our faithful listeners. Sorry. Why, why would you confuse hate with fact? Did I not spit? Did I spit any falsity in my statement? I did not. You, you know I'm not you, lying. You brought up subjective opinions. That's not a subjective opinion. That's fact. Like, did uh, Dallas won and done when they go to the playoffs in recent in recent memory? Is that not true? Do they go up against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers put them out? Is that not true? <laughs> like, is that not true? Do Do Dallas have one of the softest divisions in the league? Is that not true? Do they have some one of the softest schedules this season? Is that not true? These are all fact. It ain't hate. It ain't an opinion. It's like that is fact. Philly soft. New Jersey, um, New um, the Giants, soft. Washington, soft. You, it's a no-brainer. Dallas going to be first in the division for the next few seasons. That is no-brainer about that. They're going to put on a clinic in that division. <laughs> like that's that's fact. That is fact. Moving on, moving on. If you beat Arizona, if you beat Green Bay, I'm with you. I'm with you, but you have not played them, boys. Which, speaking of which, Arizona and Green Bay plays tonight, so that's going to be what they call a slobber knocker. But I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you said black. Top Gun says it's a blasphemy. But Thanos Rick, now is that is that all of the stuff I just spit was that factual? Who have they played? The the one competition that they have played in the first game of the season was Tampa Bay, and they lost to Tampa Bay. Everybody else. Got a questionable record. Questionable team. Except for the Chargers. The Chargers was the other team that the Chargers was that one team out of that. But if you play Green Bay and beat them, if you play Arizona and beat them, decisively beat them, then yeah, y'all legit. Y'all for real. Do what we did to Baltimore last last week. And I'm with you. And I'm with you. See, I knew that was coming up. I knew he was going to bring some bingo shit in this conversation. I knew. Well, is, is it really bingo shit? Because um, did wasn't ESPN, Fox Sports, talking about how great Lamar Jackson is and he's the he's going to be the MVP of the season every freaking week? Did they not say all that shit on ES on sports channels? E, what I'm happened? Right I'm gonna stop you right there, E. The Bengals will never win the Super Bowl. Let's get it out. Let's go ahead and get this out right now. You really think I so? I know you're on cloud nine right now, you know, with your little kitty cat. I'm no longer on cloud nine because that, that game is over. We go into the next week. But you said the same shit about us in Baltimore this you past Sunday. And you humbly got on, got on Monday night. I, and and I stand got by on. that. I stand by that. You ain't winning the Super Bowl. You're not. So you're you think not going to win this at season? Least, 
at least the Cowboys got some that they can brag about. You have nothing. Oh, oh, so just like a typical <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fan, you got to go back to the past. And No, what matters is 2021. That's the only season that matters. I don't care. We won the Super Bowl last season. I ain't even going to hold back on that because guess what? The only season that matters is 2021. The only stats that matters is 2021. You 0-0 zero, zero when you go to the postseason. Everybody knows that. Top Gun can tell you that. Any given Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, it can happen. So you can't say it's out the realm of an impossibility that Cincinnati won't go to the Super Bowl because they're number one in the AFC. I'm not saying you won't eat. I'm saying you won't win it. Who, who's going to beat us? Who, who on the NFC is going to beat us? Because you, you can say Green Bay and they beat us by a field goal, but we got more wins over Green Bay than they ever got against us. Tampa Bay will beat you, E. Really? Yes. I. So we don't have the offensive power. To combat I, against Tampa I, I, Bay, Tom, we don't have the defensive power. I, I believe Tom Brady will put on a clinic against your team. I really do. You think you you think so? Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Yes, E. Yes. Bring it. Tom Brady. Bring it. Tom Brady against Joe Burrow. No contest. Stop. Bring it. Oh, no contest. Like they're not really physically going up against each other, so you can never say that. But you mean to tell me the poise that Joe Burrow has that he has shown? This season, he has played against contenders. And Cincinnati did not waver against the very powerful Lamar Jackson, very powerful laser with Lamar Jackson that makes things happen out of his ass. This man has played phenomenally well. This is probably probably the most athletic QB in the NFL. But he's not Tom Brady. No, he ain't got the arm strength of Tom Brady. However, Joe Burrow got better arm strength than Lamar Jackson. And, and, and on top of that, Joe Burrow is a pocket, is, is more or less a pocket passer, much like Tom Brady. And we got the offensive weapons like Tom Brady. So how can you say they will run a clinic and they're going to bust our heads open? And considering the fact that Jamar Chase has gotten a rookie belt damn near every freaking week, he is the AOC player e. of the week. Hold on, E. So now you're talking real crazy. You're trying to. I ain't talking real crazy. That's fact. Bengals weapons is as good as Buccaneers' offensive weapons. Can, can you arguably is say that? that, that can can, that you, can you? Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what okay. I'm saying. They are just as good. We have proven that. You're out of your fucking mind if you believe that. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I, I am not. I am not. I mean, look, look again. Baltimore is known for defense, correct? Pittsburgh is known for defense. We probably have one of the toughest divisions in the league in the LC North, despite whatever the record is. We will hurt you. No matter if it's the Ravens or the Steelers, even the Browns, we will hurt you defensively. It, it, it's just a known fact. That is what it is. So to go up against a team where nobody counted us to win this game, let alone score 41 points on them, and you mean to tell me we would not be competitive against Tampa Bay. Like we, you mean they're gonna blow us at blow our ass out the water if we ever play Tampa Bay? That's that's asinine. That's crazy to say that. E number one, I didn't say that. What I did say was you're not being Tampa Bay, and you don't have the offensive weapons like Tampa Bay. You have you said you said, you have you said weapons, we weren't gonna be. But it you said you, it ain't Gronk. It ain't A B. It ain't Leonard Fournette. It ain't. Come on, man. Come on. I can see Shaq Barrett right now running after Joe Burrow and tapping his ass for a few sacks. <laughs> what, what's that got to do against points? Because if you get the ball in the air and he makes a completion, it ain't going to matter either way. He got the sack, cool. All right. But did that stop a TD? 
<laughs> no, he did not. What do Joe Burrow do after he throws an INT? He scores a touchdown right after. Every single freaking time. So you said the same thing with Baltimore. You said they were going to clean our clock. E, e, number one, I will give you the Ravens take, but don't live – don't die on that hill. That's the Ravens. They are not Tampa I ain't Bay. dying on... Oh, they are okay. not Tampa Bay. You keep going back to Tampa, to, to Baltimore, E, you're right, and I gave you that that respect the other day. But this is Tampa Bay. This is Tom Brady. Let's okay. not... Let's so not who, who are the top who this season? Okay. Who are the top teams in the NFL? Are still who are the top teams in the NFL? Still it is Tampa, Dallas, the Raiders, Arizona, Green Bay, Cincinnati. Those are the top teams. In the NFL right now, right now, and Baltimore too. Even though they, they took a loss, they still like one of the top teams in the NFL. So that's seven. That's seven teams. So, I mean, in your football acumen, you know, I, again, I said the biggest game that we got this season is against Baltimore. That's that is the proven game. We proven that it exceeded my expectations. So. To say it's out of it's to say it's impossible to beat Tampa Bay that anything is possible. Top, I, we watch football long enough to know please, any please, given Sunday, Monday or Thursday. You're saying that I'm saying things that I'm not. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that you're not going to beat Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Stop. I, gotcha. Gotcha. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. For for that reason, I hope we do meet Tampa in the Super Bowl. And if we beat them, I want you to have that same energy. Okay. Have that same damn energy. Okay. 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 I want you to come to me like you did Monday and you say, E, before you start, I got to give it to you. Okay. Okay. Because people have counted us out. People have counted us out for counting. This is not the same Bengals team from the 90s. This is not Marvin Lewis's led team. This is not the team that fucked up whenever we get a dub or we on the way to get a dub and get stupid ass penalties. Because okay. we, we basically shoot ourselves in the goddamn foot, honestly. Okay. We got a nice defense. Our energy is different. If we if we win the playoff game, I'm cool with that. Realistically speaking, okay, I'm cool with that. Okay, but we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes, man. Right now, we got the momentum, and hopefully, we keep it that way. Hopefully, we don't fumble the bag. Well, you are playing Baltimore again this season, so you know. Let's yeah, see that's that. like the end of the season. That's like December ish, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, think December-ish. You're bringing up Pittsburgh and, and, and Cleveland. Eh, no one's really worried about Pittsburgh, E. And Cleveland, eh, eh, I don't See, know. That, that's, that's a known, that's, that's a thing. See, whenever we got a division game, no matter what the record is, those games are always tough. With, with Within the AOC North. So despite what our record is, despite what Pittsburgh record is, and Cleveland and their struggles, those games are always a hundred percent tough. It just, it just is. I don't know what it is. It just is. Yeah, but you keep talking about the NFC East. I mean, e again, no one is screaming about Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Not really. Cleveland should be better than what they are, but they're not for whatever reason. So no one's really screaming about them. E. I mean, yeah, listen, no, it's Cleveland. Now, 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 are you guys stronger than the NFC East? Of course, you're stronger, but no one is head over heels over Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So don't don't act like the Bengals are beating these top tier teams. You know what I'm saying? Stop, stop it, e. stop it, stop it. <laughs> stop well, it. They mean top tier teams, right? Like they they had us at a five percent of being leader of the division when the season started. We were single digit percent 
who wasn't even slated to win five games. No, four games this season. That's how much faith that sports analysts had in that team. That now it jumped up to 42% since, since then. That, that is what I'm saying. They like the team's been already counted out, like from the from the work, from the jump street. E, I'm just saying you're talking a whole lot of shit, but don't act like you 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 guys are just you know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that, E. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just uh, look, man, look, I'm just saying we we I'm just saying people have been put on notice. Since last Sunday, people are on notice. I'm not saying we're gonna be we gonna be every single person on the team because I see another loss coming at some point. But if we don't take the loss, I am truly satisfied with that. But this game was definitive. One of the like knowing my team the way I do know them is that we struggle in prime time, we conquer that. We struggle against the division games, we did we we conquered that. You know, and, and those were the main two Achilles heels right there. And then, you know, people counted out counted us out against Lamar Jackson. We've shattered that glass. So the only thing left is the postseason. That's really the only thing left to maintain this momentum and keep it going. Joe Burrow don't even celebrate his wins. He's, his mentality is on to the next week. We got a long season. Yeah, I'm going to celebrate for like 30 seconds. But, yeah, next week. That's his mentality. And that's the mentality that I want for this team. That's the mentality I think he's trying to instill upon this team. Like, we're going to celebrate. We're going to, you know, people going to get game balls and everything else. But, um, Yeah. On to the next one. On the next week. On to the Jets. You got Joe Flacco now in the Jets. No, no, no that's nobody cares about that game. E. Nobody cares about the Jets. <laughs> nobody cares about the Jets. No. <laughs> hey man, look, the Jets might pull off one. They might pull off one on Sunday. No, you never know. Whatever. <laughs> you never know. If the Jets beat you, then we have nothing more to discuss. We have nothing more to discuss. <laughs> any given Sunday, bro, any given Sunday, is nothing more dangerous than a team that has nothing to lose. You know this. And Zach Wilson's hurt. He's out. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. But Zach Wilson wasn't really playing that well, though. I mean, he wasn't really playing top-tier football, though. You know, let's be clear with that. Joe Flacco is probably a bit... Yeah, Joe Flacco is a better QB, more seasoned QB than Zach Wilson. So I, I feel like this game is going to be a little bit tougher than what it would have been if Zach Wilson was in it. I'm just saying, and that's just me being real. That's just me being realistic. Okay, all right. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I'm giving Joe Flacco his credit now. Unless he be Joe Flacco, unless he Joe Flacco for Sunday, we'll see. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, the chance. J-E-T-S, Jess, Jess, Jess. And that, and that how it goes? I'm hanging up. And then how it goes, Tim? You're on your own, E. I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, we talk about Phase 4, man, Marvel Phase 4, and we also talk about some 90s anime theme music, as well as the Cowboy Bebop trailer. Um, Speaking of trailers, Thanos Ray, you seen the uh, Lightyear trailer? Yes. Actually, I have. Yes. The Buzz Lightyear trailer that came out yesterday. Is it came out yesterday or the day before yesterday? Uh, I don't remember. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Like, what you think about the trailer? <sighs> I always take a deep breath before he, before he speaks. The, dr- 
Drew's still out. Really? Really? Drew's still out. I mean, that franchise hasn't really been hidden. Uh huh. I think after after Toy Story two. Okay. It's been kind of like eh, you know, eh, eh. The jury's still out, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this ain't really like the. <clears throat> This ain't the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear. This is the actual character of Buzz Lightyear. This is his origin story. This is what the toys was modeled after. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know. That that jury's still out. I mean, it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they decided to do an origin story of Buzz Lightyear. But I mean, it, I don't. I mean, know. they did have a series though with Buzz Lightyear, like you know, fighting Zerg and everything else. Which I mean. You know, I I haven't watched a whole lot of it, but what I've seen, it was actually pretty good. So I think, you know, it, from from feedback I was getting from that trailer is that a lot of people are, are ready for this trailer, to, you know, ready for this movie to drop. You know, I'm going to see the movie. I'm telling you right now, I put a Facebook status up. I'm like, look, I'm going to the movie theater. You can judge me, judge your mama. You know, I'm a go. If your kid's crying, I'm throwing shit at them. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know. Down in front. So you you actually want to see this movie? You're, you're excited? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually want to see this movie. I'm intrigued. Excited? I wouldn't use that word, but I'm in very I'm very intrigued by it. I mean, um, I've just that, been, that, I've just been let down with with I don't know. I mean, I I hope it's good. Yeah. Taylor looks eh, decent, I guess. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. The animation looks was lovely though. I mean, animation has never been a problem with them. I mean, it's, yeah, it's Pixar always, always do good though. It's, 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 it's always been top tier, so you'll you'll have that. Like you know, you'll you'll still have those great elements, you know. But storyline wise, I, I just don't, I don't really know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, and we don't know the story. It's, it's more like a teaser trailer. Now, have you seen the Cowboy Bebop trailer for Netflix? Yes. Now that looks pretty damn good. So, so what's your thoughts on that? Uh, well, my question is, are they going to be faithful to, I guess the 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 what do you call it the um, the series? Yeah, or is it going to be like like a totally new thing? That's my question. Uh, from <laughs> from what I seen on the trailer, right? Okay. Um. Some of those, a lot of those scenes I'm seeing are from the anime. Right. So I think with this season, okay. So the visuals of this Cowboy Bebop trailer, right? It, it's uh, it's amazing. I love the visuals. Top notch. Top, top notch. notch. It, it, top notch. The martial arts, though, it seems a little stiff. Like, you know how when you see certain fight scenes, it looks too choreographed. I mean, it's not as fluid. I mean, that that's not that's not really a deal breaker. I know what you no, mean. No, no, no. It's not a deal breaker, but it I mean it's one of those glaring things. Like, look at all the martial arts friends me and you have seen collectively. Yeah. Right? You know, Kung Fu Hustle, we've seen Jackie Chan's first strike, we've seen Rumble in the Bronx, you know, Drunken Master, The One, you know, Black Mask. We've seen all this stuff. But one thing is for sure is that the martial arts was fluid. It wasn't like yeah, but you have to look at who the actors are. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the other thing. You know, Jackie Chan, like certain people, they know how to they know how to build a movie. Like Jackie Chan knows how to build a movie. He he knows what he wants. He's a martial arts expert. Like like he he understands. He's been he's been doing it for since the seventies. So he yeah. knows a thing or two. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of unfair to say to, to bring them in. It's, it's unfair. It's unfair. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a deal breaker, Rick. It, it definitely is not. It's not a deal breaker. It just, again, it's, it's one of them switches I can't turn off because I'm very analytical when I see things. And so I'm like, ah, oh, man, that martial arts seems kind of stiff. Yeah. Maybe they're just playing off of it a little bit. But as far as the overall story and the visuals, you got me. You got me. Because I'm always leery on live action adaptations of an anime. Because eight times out of ten, those live action, you know, adaptations are trash. They're just dumpster juice. And it has gotten better as the years go by. I think Full Metal Alchemist was like its turn. Um, I have yet to see JoJo's Bizarre Adventure live action with Diamond is Unbreakable. I haven't seen that one. Okay. But but this is the best one from what I'm seeing with the Cowboy Bebop trailer. This is the best live action adaptation for an anime so far. Well, it sure was for what I've seen in the past. Huh? It sure wasn't Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, was Ghost in the Shell really that bad? I didn't like it. I okay. Didn't. Well, I, I mean, I didn't finish it. I put it there. I didn't finish it. And if I did finish it, I don't remember it. Good. You know, if that makes sense. So, Alita, like Battle Angel Alita, that's, an, that's a live action adaptation. You know, I couldn't get into that. It, it was good for what it was. Would I go back and say, oh, man, I got to go rewatch it? I wouldn't. Okay. But, I mean, looking at comparing it to the anime and the live action, I'm like, hey, all right, I get you, I get you. But, again, this Cowboy Bebop joint that Netflix is backing because, you know, the original anime is actually on Netflix now. So, for the listeners out there, if you want to see Cowboy Bebop, the anime, you definitely need to go check that out and finish it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Top Gun, you know, Kenny, you know, Saddam, y'all want to go see it, go, you check it. So, um, I'm just ready for this thing to come out. It comes out November 19th, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm very curious on how they're going to do this. And I'm intrigued. They have my attention. I know they got your attention, Thanos, Rick. You've seen the, the anime. Yes. You know, um, so it's, it's very intriguing. I mean, I, I think it's going to be good. Plus Netflix. Netflix doesn't just back up anything. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we see, we seen some trashy films. I take it back. I take it back. But you know, normally, normally, you know, Netflix, you know, and plus, it's it's money behind it, resources. So you know, you mm. you have the best writers, directors, you you know, good actors. Like you, you have that. So you know, I'm gonna give it a chance. Light year, I like that. Lightyear, yeah. But <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop, yeah. 
So now, now, John Cho is playing Spike Spike Spiegel. So I, I do like that. Oh, um, they like that the Asian led cast member or the lead. Of course, of course, of course. So I, I you know, high, high respect for that. So um, I think they're trying to be as true to the source material as they possibly can. Um, they, you know, fan bases have asked for Ayn. Um, they asked for Ed. Like, where is that particular character? Because that's part of the Bebop crew, too. But people were saying, like the actors were saying, like, uh, you know, just wait and see how things are playing out. Just just, just wait it out. Just see what's going on. Right. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. Now, I got some reviews on Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game, because I haven't picked it up yet, but I am going to pick it up. I'm okay. probably going to do it today. Okay. It got an 8 out of 10, according to IGN. It's 80 hours of gameplay. And an eight out of a ten? An eight out of ten. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now are you copying this? Are you are you picking up, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, first E, let me let me hear the negatives. What's bad Okay. Let, let, let's let's hear the negatives. All right, all right. Let's see here. Let's see here. So as far as the the storyline, I mean the storyline is very, very engrossing. Um, you you totally interact with Groot and Rocky and Gamora and everybody else, right? <clears throat> so um, there is team dynamics where it plays 80s theme music while you fight aliens or whatever the case may be. Now, it is linear. So there's no... I don't think there's side quests per se, Okay. but the linear story is like 18 hours long. Like, sometimes the dialogue between Rocky or, or you know, Peter may be repetitive or whatever that case may be. Okay. But if you can call that a negative, you know what I'm saying? It's not really a deal breaker for that game. I haven't played the game personally, but from what I gather from the reviews, it got high reviews. So, of course, you know, there are little tanks here and there, but nothing is going to, like, totally break the game. Okay. I, I feel like there's going to be DLCs coming. I feel like that's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> unless you got a lot of time on your hands and you just got a whole day off, I can see people finishing this game in a day. Um, but, you know, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Just just enjoy the game for what it is. You know, like play a level or two and then keep on booking. You know, because, like, single-player games is like... I want to say it's not extinct. It's endangered. If that if that makes sense, because a lot of people just get into multiplayer, and I don't think this was the right direction. Guardians needed to go, but it is what it is. But my question is still remains, though: are, are you copying this? Are you getting this game? I will have to read more about it. I have to see more about it. You know, I gotta I, I gotta get a feel. I mean, because a game like I mean, it's, it's not my typical game that I play. Right, right, right. Um, so for me to spend money on, I really gotta, you know, I gotta reason gotta be strong for me, for me to, you know, buy this game. Nothing against Guardians. I love Guardians, but you know, right? The type of gameplay I don't normally play, you know. So, so I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Well, okay. So Metacritic gave gave PC seventy seven out of hundred. 
PS5, 81 out of 100. Xbox, 83 out of 100. Game, Inf- Game Informer, 8.5 out of 10. Um, it got 7 out of 10. Hardcore Gamer, 4.5 out of 10. Um, let's see. Push Square Shat News, 8 out of 10. Uh, IGN praised the story of the game, writing it is nicely. Balances a goofy action filled adventure with some genuinely heartfelt story moments. And the choices you're given can add some surprising personal twist to your particular playthrough. Uh, GameSpot disliked how the combat felt shallow with it being easy to win by spamming buttons with becoming boring by the end of the game. And so fights ultimately devolve into ever longer grind fests as the number of enemies grow more plentiful and their health bars extend over longer. Um, Chris Carter, a destructoid, says it was mixed by the characters, feeling that the performances never quite reached the heights of their movie counterparts. That sounds like somebody that don't read comics. But uh, Game Informer says, praise Guardians of Gal- Galaxy environment, saying the world steals the eye with their wildly colored and oddly designed vistas. Okay. So, uh, I think, like, the mechanics, you know, like, the battle mechanics of the game, um, right. it's not RPG-like. It's a more action-oriented game. Kind of like, like Crash Bandicoot. You know how Spiral the Dragon... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. those action adventure games. Yeah. It kinda like that. You know? So I I I'll keep it at that. I'll keep it at that. <laughs> well So go go check out the game. I, I mean I'm getting it. I'm gonna pick it up today. Is there like a beta coming out for? Like a like a Yeah, a trial? Yeah, can we test it out or Nah. I mean it's already released. Now, I did play the trial of Riders Republic, though. I did play that. I will tell you this. Riders Republic is refreshing. It's it's amazing. Uh, However, I'm going to wait till the price drop on it. I'm not going to pay a full 60 for it. And that makes sense. Because Riders Republic, you know, you build your own character and you got this, this, this hub with all these extreme sports people there and it's highly interactive. You can go snowboarding, skiing, BMX, you could do rocket gliding, like all kinds of extreme sports shit. And either you can literally travel to the destination or you can fast travel to the destination or whatever. It's, it's really, really good. It's, it's really, really good. But not $60 good. Makes sense. Like, I'm not going to spend 60 bucks for it. I paid 40 30 I got you. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, it, it's like that. So, now, as far as... Uh, <clears throat> now, as far as the MCU Phase 4 information is that Marvel will begin production on Thunderbolts film adaptation along with the previously announced Fantastic Four movie. Now, they are also reportedly moving forward on Shang-Chi 2. No surprise after Shang-Chi obliterated pandemic box office records and Black Panther, I'm sorry, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever spinoff series featuring uh, Denai Guerrero as Okoye. Now, the only project on this rumor slate that has been previously announced is Fantastic Four, which has Spider-Man No Way Home directed John Watts attached. While the Okoye series and Shang-Chi 2 are natural continuations of established characters who have proven their box office metal. The Thunderbolts 
would be a brand new addition to Phase 4. The team, essentially the Suicide Squad of Marvel, was rumored to be included in the Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Though, that never came to fruition. What's your thoughts on that, Thanos, Rick? I say it's about goddamn time. I mean, we've been hearing speculation about about a Thunderbolts movie for a while. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's about time. I, I think I think Marvel needs to do their Thunderbolts. I mean, we see what DC's doing with Suicide Squad and, you know, people people dig it. So it's time for Marvel's re- response to that. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. And now in the comics, for the listeners out there now, uh, the team was created by Baron Helmut Zemo, who is played by Daniel Brule in the MCU. The current Thunderbolts lineup, though, is led by Kingpin and includes Taskmaster, Crossbones, Ty Ford Mary, Shocker, Whiplash, Rhino, and Craven the Hunter. Now, several of those villains have previously appeared in the MCU. Most recently, Taskmaster was played by Olga and... Um, in Black Widow, but considering that some of those villains are Spider-Man characters owned by Sony, who have a Craven 100 movie coming in 2023, this wouldn't be the same team the MCU delivers. Now, while Marvel has yet to confirm this report officially, it fits in perfectly with the trajectory taken by Phase 4. In this phase, Marvel has sought to continue the narratives of their newer properties established in Phase 2 and 3, as well as introduce new teams of heroes. One of these teams is the Eternals, who already have an Avengers-style star-studded lineup in their first outing. Now, Thunderbolts is perfectly suited to deliver the same thing, along with the opportunity for previous Marvel villains to return for another day in the MCU spotlight. So, now, as far as Eternals, um, I don't know how I feel about this movie. You don't know how you feel? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Okay, please explain. I'm a little indifferent. Um, okay. I'm not overly excited. Like, oh shit, I gotta go see this movie. Um, I just don't want it to be a boring movie. I, I don't think it will be, but I'm. Uh, how can I? How can I say this? <laughs> I can't say the movie's trash because for one, I never seen it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, MCU very, very rarely put out trash stuff. I mean, I'm going to see it. And I'm going to see it with, you know, an unbiased eye because I don't want to go in the movie theater with that energy already trashing the movie and I ain't even see the damn thing. I ain't even seen the opening credits yet. And I'm already just trying to find ways to not like this movie. So, I don't want to like say too much, but I will say I'm not as excited for this Marvel movie versus any other Marvel movie that came out or I seen trailers for. But why is that? Um, I know about the Eternals. You know what I'm saying? Um, now if they if this is a segue into mutants. I will gladly accept it. I won't deny it, but I think this is a perfect segue to introduce the mutants. To be honest, I don't think that's going to happen for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think unless Doctor Strange, unless that movie somehow kind of brings it or introduces something, 
but that that that'll be the only logical foreseeable thing is if Doctor Strange does something with the multiverse to kind of introduce that. I don't see the Eternals. I I, I doubt it. I, I I will be surprised. I will be surprised yeah. because say they don't do anything wise with Eternals or Doctor Strange. Well, if that happens, then that lets me that that lets me further know that they're still working out the kinks on how to bring in mutants. Yeah. I mean, it, it shouldn't be that damn hard. It really is not. It shouldn't be that damn hard. I mean, you got two segues. You got Doctor Strange, like you said, and you got the Eternals. Like, those two are your segues into introducing mutants to the MCU since you have those properties. Speaking of that, um, just as I, well, I, I, I'll tag that like, after we finish talking about it, but the jury's still a lot about Eternals. But I am excited about the Thunderbolts, though, because I am very, very interested on how they're going to do the Thunderbolts. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Can't wait for Hawkeye to drop. You know, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Very much so, Okoye. I'm very, very intrigued about that. How are they going to pull that off? But we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Um, now, also, Thanos Rick. Now, we got some news about Ring of Honor, like ROH, bro. And um, I don't, I'm just not sure that you heard the recent information that just dropped. Is that uh, uh, Ring of Honor announced the following. Throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning to planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. The year will culminate with the final battle in December, and we will be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most de- dedicated fans in the industry, and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptionalize ROH. We anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Now, according to Dave Meltzer, based on who he's spoken with, ROH releases are effective at the end of the year. If a contract goes beyond that, they paid until March 31st. Now, ROH will do tapings in November and run Final Battle on pay-per-view. Nobody's contract will be renewed, but everyone under contract will finish out the year. If they are, however, able to work anywhere they want immediately, and we are told rumors Sinclair canceled the show are not true. Your thoughts? Thanos, Rick. <sighs> what are your thoughts, E? Let me hear you first. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I don't really know what you think, E. <laughs> so, okay. Ring of Honor had the potential put like this. What AEW is now, I feel like that was supposed to be Ring of Honor. They had numerous opportunities to be what AEW is. Here's what I'm saying. What is the wrestling company that owns Madison Square Garden that always go to MSG? It's Vince. Is Vince, right? He's been doing it for, for decades, right? During WrestleMania weekend, who else sold out the garden? Tony. 
No, Tony never went to MSG. They haven't? No, they never went. They never went. They went to Arthur Ashe. They got their own stadium. Oh, you're right. But, you're right. Yeah, right. It, it was it was Ring of Honor. They sold out the garden during WrestleMania weekend. It was on a Friday. I got the pay-per-view still on Fight TV. It was Ring of Honor and New Japan. And they sold that bitch out. From top to bottom, they sold that bitch out. And all the matches, all of the matches were very good. Very good. Now, initially, I think Cody, the Bucks, and Kenny was supposed to be there. But that was around that funny time where, you know, they went to do their own thing. And, you know, they was working on their own pay-per-view and put some things together or whatever the case may be. So they weren't able to attend. If, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. But still yet, without all that, without Cody, the Bucks, Omega, they still put on a hell of a show. Matter of fact, they had, um, they call him, um, they call him Morrison now. But you remember, um, he was, there was an NXT in WWE. There was a very good tag team. He was, a, he was good on the mic. And they call him the real one now. Uh, Cass, yeah, big Cass, yeah, and yeah, big Cass and, and the boys. So they showed up on that show, and they caused a ruckus in the crowd. Wrestlers from the show got involved and literally threw actual fists. Like there was a fist fight mm-hmm. that they had, mm-hmm. a fist fight, and. What did you think Ring of Honor did after that? What they that did? like the, the following show after that Madison Square Garden sellout? They didn't say a damn thing. They didn't even address it. They didn't even you know push the story even further because nobody expected Big Cass, you know, and the boys to show up. You know what I'm saying? So you had lightning in the bottle with selling out the garden. You did follow up with this storyline. You got a dedicated fan base. I mean, this Seth. I think Seth Rollins came from Ring of Honor. CM Punk came from Ring of Honor. Kevin Owens came from Ring of Honor. Daniel Bryan came from Ring of Honor. All these people, like they are breaded talent, coming from Ring of Honor. And also, I think with their executives, um, I don't think they too much care for the product because I look at the time slot sometimes when Ring of Honor comes on TV. And it's a weird time slot. Like it, sometimes it's like at, a, at an odd time of the day, an odd time of the night, rather. Not a lot of people going to put eyes on the product. They got a very good product. They're not working with AEW because um, they want to do their own thing. And nothing wrong with that because they have their own dedicated fan base. They put on great shows. But now they're taking a hiatus, which, which I'm very curious about. Because their contracts are not like WWE. So when you get released, you can immediately work somewhere else. You can do something else. You can go to Impact, you can go to Japan, you can go to AEW, you can go to WWE. You can do you can do any of those things. So what you're saying is Ring of Honor is still relevant. Yes. It, it, it's still <laughs> it's, <laughs> and he, I'm asking you for a reason. I'm asking it's you for still, a- it, it's still <laughs> relevant for the fan base. And the talent is just that the executives has to be behind this product and market this product the way it should be marketed because they had Cody 
And they had the Bucks. They had both of them before they jumped, before they started their own company with AEW. So I think just, just outside looking in, I think there's a lot of mismanagement going on in the past. And I think they're they're working those kinks out right now. That's why the last show was in December and you got this hiatus from from January to April. Okay. And they're trying to bring it back. So maybe they maybe they, it's the marketability. It's not the talent at all. Let me ask you this. Do you think Ring of Honor would benefit from an AEW partnership? Uh if so, why? If no, why? I think I think Ring of Honor will benefit. They can benefit from that. Um again, that put more eyes on the product. That put more eyes on Ring of Honor. That put more eyes on, on AEW. Why not? It benefited Impact. You know what I'm saying? It, it really it, it benefited NWA. Like, who's to say that wrestling companies can't work together? Who wrote that rule? Because nobody wrote that rule. It's just that WWE don't do it. I mean, they're trying to work a partnership with New Japan, but AEW kind of grabbed that first. But still, yeah, they, I think they will benefit a lot from working together. Wasn't it? And and I could be wrong, E. So correct me if I'm wrong. But wasn't like back in the back in the early days when you still had the territories, weren't they working together a little bit? Um, AEW and Ring of Honor or WWE and Ring of Honor? No, like like way back, like like AWA days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They were they was doing cross promotion shit uh, all the time. Okay, okay. That's yeah. They was doing it all the time. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah. It, so it, it it wasn't until Vince came on the scene that Vince was like, "Well, fuck that! I want to buy, right. I want to buy you out or buy exactly. that, and then do his own thing." So, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So now yeah. Cody, so now Cody is pretty much bringing it back to where promotions can work together. Yeah, Tony, Tony, and um, they they are bringing it back. I mean, they, they I don't think they're working with Impact right now because. Christian is was the Impact World Champion. So what was the the main one of the main complaints was well you got AEW guys holding the other company's titles and you know that that was the whole premise around that. Yo, what's going on with the Iron Man? You know, thank you for listening, new listeners out there. Shout out to you. So um, well that was weird. I mean that was a little weird to me too because I mean it it would make more sense if Christian was was to hold that title. It would make more sense for Christian to have more matches, more against Impact wrestlers. He did. That's why he went on AEW television for a minute because he was he was on Impact doing that stuff. Think about it. Kenny Omega had the AEW World Championship. He had I think he had the AAA World Championship. He had the TNA and Impact World Championship. He was the belt collector. Like he was collecting belts at that point. Then Christian beat Kenny for the Impact World Championship or AEW Dynamite or Rampage, one of the two. So Christian defended the Impact Championship at one of the Impact pay-per-views and retained. And just recently, this past Saturday, that's how I know people don't like some people that was complaining about it. They they wasn't really following it. Well, how often? Because I knew Christian was was, but I how should I say it? How often was Christian competing? Because again, he's still an AEW wrestler, right? Right. So how often was he 
defending that impact title on impact. Like it's 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 I, I guess I I question the mechanics of it. Because, gotcha. because if you have an AEW wrestler holding another promotion's championship, mm-hmm. then you question well, you know, availability, opportunities, how often can impact guys wrestle against this AEW guy for you know our title. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, 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 it. I'm not saying that that Christian didn't do it. I just question how it all works. Like how many gotcha. times out the year can we do this? You know who gets the opportunity to like? How do we make sure that we don't take opportunities from our guys by giving this outsider that title? Like you know, it. it I question all of that. Not saying okay. it's a bad idea because I right. do. I do like cross promotional events. I think it's dope. I think it's great, but right. I question, I question the the execution of it. You know what I'm saying? So, and I okay. think that's what other people are doing too. I think other people do follow it, e. But I think you know, like me, they kind of question. Well, you know, I may not like these AEW guys. I like Ring of Honor guys. I like Impact guys. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know, I want these guys to have. A shot at that title more versus this foreigner who's who, who's not even signed to us, you know. I'm like it it it, it looks it looks a little funny, but you know if you execute it right, it, it makes sense. But you have to give guys opportunities. You have to, right. you know. And, and and Christian used to be an Impact guy. That name Christian Cage, he got that from from uh, TNA Impact. That that's how he got the name. Now here's the thing: which company has the bigger audience, AEW or Impact? AEW, of course. Right. So if you got somebody like Kenny Omega holding the Impact World Championship, which you see that belt every week if he shows up. Now, what is this belt he's holding? Where he won it from? You know what I'm saying? But put more eyes on the product, right? Then you got somebody like Christian that beat Kenny for that Impact World Championship. And now, again, it's on TV every week. But now, after the whole Kenny feud, you notice Christian wasn't on AEW television for a minute. Like he, I mean, he did a tag team match in there, but he went over to Impact. He worked Impact TV as the Impact World Championship. So those guys get up. Now a lot of people don't realize. So that's how, like, with some people, like when they complain about, oh yeah, we got another guy winning a World Championship and he's not part of that company or whatever. That's not fair to them. Some of those guys don't even follow Impact. Because I can guarantee you, I can ask them, you think Chris is still the world champion? And nine times out of ten, they want to say yeah. But in actuality, he dropped that ta- that championship to a TNA talent on Saturday night. He's no longer champion. And on top of that, Moose is the Impact World Champion. Well, uh, I, So, he's back I, home. I think it's, it's a question of being territorial. You know? Yeah. I think there are a lot of guys... You know, if you follow Impact, if you love Impact over AEW, over Vince, over Ring of Honor, then, of course, you would want your guys to have all the opportunities versus someone else coming in. Yeah. If Christian was here before, you know, Christian's not here with us now. He's an AEW guy. So Mm. you have a whole bunch of people just just being territorial. And that's true. But who's to say that contract ain't open to? But that's the thing about AEW. That's the thing that's funny about them. Well, I'm going to say funny. That is accurate. You have freedom to wrestle at other promotions, even local shows. 
Like, there's nothing stopping you. You know what I'm saying? So I think in certain ways that, okay, WWE been around by themselves, basically, for about 20 plus years, right? With no competition. Right. right. Uh, ideally. So now you got AEW that is not that is knocking on your door, really. And AEW is doing things that are 10 times different than what we normally used to. That because when we hear contracts that WWE has, we know it's with WWE and WWE only. But with AEW, their contracts is a little more open where they can do AAA, they can do NWA, they can do Impact, they can do New Japan. Like they got contracts that open like that. And Tony don't give a shit. Tony's a wrestling fan. He's a wrestling historian. Like he knows wrestling inside and out. So who, you know, I, it's not really a bad thing. Honestly, because you're actually helping out another promotion to get on TV even more. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a win-win for both companies. But now, Impact is now more or less on their own now because I I don't see the intermingling as much now because, again, Christian lost the Impact World Championship. So now it's back home. It's back homegrown. Mickey James just beat Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Women's World Championship. So with you know, still yet, yeah, all the titles are back home now. Now that it's been on TV, it's been presented. Now those eyes that have seen that title on national television can follow that same title on Impact whenever they do a show. Easy money, easy money. I mean, again, I'm, I'm not against promotions working together. I'm not. Yeah, I, I think it'll be dope for Impact to get that. To get that partnership underway with AEW, I think that'll be dope. Hell, if Ring of Honor can, you know, do more with that, you know, partnerships, you know, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't hurt. It's just, you know, you have to question, you have to question execution, and you have to get fans involved in believing. Well, hey, you know, guys, this this can work. You know, your your impact guys. And all AEW guys can intermingle and wrestle each other, and we can make it great. But you have to have faith in us. You know, that's the other thing. How do we get the people behind it? You know, mm-hmm. and like that, that's the thing. You know, speak, you know what? Speaking of matches, man, have you watched AEW Dynamite from last night? No, I didn't. I didn't. All right. So I'm going to need you to go back because I know you got on demand. I know you got it. So, because uh, you're rich. So, oh, 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 slick. <clears throat> you have. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You're rich. So <laughs> listen, go watch Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida. Watch that match. Okay. The woman of a thousand holes, man. Whoo, man. Man. Watch that match. Just just watch it. I mean, because I know you've been you've been pretty critical of like the women's wrestling in AEW, like you know they need to get better. But um, I've been critical, period, because there are a lot of talented women wrestlers, man. It's, it's a lot of them. Yeah, and, no doubt. And, and it's it's just like you know, AEW should be. Well. I don't know. It's opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I, no, no, I, you, you, you're right because I think most of the women that are there, they, they started training there at you know at Nightmare Factory, and you know they're on TV and stuff like that. Like Britt Baker is not ten year a ten year vet. Like this this AEW Women's Champion 
has got a, a actual dental practice because she's an actual dentist. She does her shit and she go work. And she she go do AEW shows. Like she she just put out her schedule. Like she went on a Jericho cruise. When she got back, she went straight to the office to do some procedures. And then next night, she took a flight or wherever to AEW Dynamite to make her appearance. Like she is a monster. Like she she's on her shit like hard. Thunder Rosa. You know, you got Jade Cargo, you know, I mean, you know, she's working. And Serena Deeb, man, Serena Deeb and Akara Rashida, top three match, women's matches in AEW. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, their street fight. Akara Rashida and Nala Rose, their first meeting. And just recently, Serena Deeb and Akara Rashida. Those are the top three women's matches in my opinion. My opinion. But... The TBS uh, Women's Tournament is, is is something. It's something, man. Um, I haven't finished watching AEW Dynamite, but that's the last match I've seen, and I was thoroughly impressed. Like they they let it loose for, I think they wrestled for about twenty minutes. It feels like twenty minutes. Like they got time, and it, it was a good match. The crowd was in it. They're like they was, ooing and awing, and it, it was crazy. It was, it was a wild time, man. It was a wild time. So. But anyway, last but not least, we're going to talk about some uh, <clears throat> some good old theme music here. <laughs> okay, no three. Now, we we always talk about the 90s aesthetic as far as like anime is concerned and music and stuff like that. So, According to comic book resources, there's like five, five of the best 90s anime theme songs, right? And then I'm like, nah, I'm looking at them and I feel like they're missing some. But it's easy to make a top 10, but it's a lot harder to make a top five. So I don't, I'm not saying they just you did it at a whim. I feel like they put a lot of thought into this. Before they jot these names down. But let's start. We got number five. At One Piece, we are. Now, I remember that. Now, it says, now, while One Piece is currently on the 23rd intro theme, it is hard to argue that the first isn't the one of the best. Now, We Are is a fantastic song. It is an up-tempo number that is full of excellent brass flourishes, and the song perfectly catches the adventurous and exciting feeling of the early episodes of the show. Now, it also gets you pumped for what's, what's to come in the upcoming episode, and the lyrics fit the show perfectly. Explaining the quest for One Piece to the audience while encapsulating Luffy's character, showing his both his passion for adventure and his drives for, to make friends. Now, now going further up, it says in the 90s, the theme songs uh, are also serve as a second purpose as in days before streaming. It could also pull in viewers who were mindlessly flipping through the channel. So making a good first impression was extremely important because of this. The 90s was home to some of the best anime intros in history. Number four, I have to agree with this, is Gotta Catch Them All for Pokemon. I, I, I gotta say that. I gotta go with that. Now, Pokemon has always had great themes, and while the first Japanese team aimed to be the Pokemon master, is fantastic. The American song became more iconic and uh, perfectly explains Ash's driven um, character, his relationship with Pokemon, and the show's premise. All while being supremely catchy, this is mixed and more memorable lyrics and a sim- simple melody line. Now, what do you think about the Pokemon being on the list? I, I got to agree. agree with it. I agree. I agree. I agree. 
Gotta catch them all. Damn, this shit's in my head now. Some bitch. So we got some stuff going on live. Apparently, we got listeners low down, Master of 3278 and Top Gun going back and forth. This is hilarious. But uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, a cruel angel's thesis. Now, arguably anime's most famous theme, Cruel Angel, was performed by Yoko Takahashi. The, uh, the song perfectly fits the submersive nature of Evangelion, as why the theme song sort of like your usual mecha show intro. It's a little off thanks to its slower pace and use of complex quiet-like harmonies at the start. Now, the lyrics only further cement this, as why the lyric, rise up, young boy, and make yourself a legend, sounds like a traditional shonen fair. Lines like, the innocent eyes still know nothing of fate yet, and the reference to motherhood make it clear that things are anything but regular. What you think about the, the Evangelion being on there? I think I agree with that one too. That, that's not a bad one. Keep going. Keep going with the list. Number two <laughs> is, <laughs> is Sailor Moon, Moonlight Desetsu. Now, in 1992, while a classic has often overlooked soundtrack, but its theme song, Moonlight Denetsu, is rightfully regarded as one of the best anime intros ever. Performed by the hand by the band um, Dolly, the song is catchy up-tempo song that blends lush piano and fantastic drum beat and some very 90s synths. Now, all of which perfectly catches both the show's mystery and Usagi's upbeat nature. The lyrics add to this as they perfectly encapsulate Usagi's nature for love and her confusion about her situation. That's number two. Number one is Cowboy Bebop. <sighs> now, Cowboy Bebop, whenever you talk about anime soundtracks, Cowboy Bebop has to be mentioned as it has some of the best music in anime history. The opening theme, Tank, is a perfect example of this. Composed by Yoko Kano and performed by the Seatbelts, the song is an up-tempo jazz fusion piece that calls back to classic heist movies from 1960s and the theme of Lupin the Third. Now, which was a massive influence on Cowboy Bebop. Now, it combines these with some quick and catchy brass and strings, an extremely hummable melody. Overall, it perfectly captured the chaotic action pack and messy lives of the Bebop's crew. Do you agree with that? I mean, I like it, but number one, I don't know. I wouldn't put that as my number to be honest, bro, I'll be honest with you. Between these, I think Pokemon is the better out of all of these, to be honest. Now, okay. And, but, but I'm surprised because, you know, that Dragon Ball Z intro in the 90s, mm, that that should be on this list. <laughs> now, which one now? Well, which one now? You talking about Rock the Dragon or are you talking about like the Bruce Falconer joint? Because I, I rock with Rock the Dragon. Rock the Dragon was my shit. That was, oh shit! That was um, that was uh, yeah, rock the yep, yep, that one, yep, yep. Yeah, it was the hardcore rock music, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with that. That's the one I, I was very. That's the one I wanted to be on the list, but but with this list, you got to be careful though. You got to be very careful because I think you don't want to intermingle the theme song with the success of the anime itself. Oh no 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm just. I just think. I think the Pokemon is more memorable. It's more. Yeah. Clear. You know, now the success of the franchise 
helps it immensely. But yeah. I, you know, I it, that that Pokemon is that that's tough. That, that should have been at a higher higher ranking. No diss to Bebop, Sailor Moon. Like it's, it's no, I'm not dissing others, but it's that 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 Pokemon one is tough, man. You know, yeah, you got to catch them all, man. You got to catch them all, man. That shit's still been stuck in your freaking head. Okay, if if I had to alter some stuff, right? I will put Pokemon at number two. Put rock. No, I'll put it at number one. No, I'll put it at number one. I'll put I'll put Pokemon at number one. Now, I put Cowboy Bebop at number two. Put Dragon Ball Z Rock the Dragon at number three. And whatever else for two and five. I mean for four and five. Cause Tank with Cowboy Bebop, like that was hip hop right there. That was hip hop. And jazz all mixed together, man. I gotta, I gotta give it to the culture. I gotta give it to the culture, man. But see, but see, you know where, where I get lost again. Out of the list that you read initially, yeah. I would have Pokemon number one. But when you add in that Dragon Ball intro, I don't know. I don't know if Pokemon takes that for me. Gotcha. I, I really do love that that Z intro. And there's some, you know, there's some honorable mentions too, man. Okay, you got Outlaw Star in- intro. Um, Sailor Moon was on the list, King. Um, Sailor Moon was on the list. Um, as far as memorable though, I don't think the list is that that long, and I think that's why they condensed it down to five. Because we can rattle off some, right? But most of them are already on the list already, other than Dragon Ball Z. You know, other than Outlaw Star, because I really did like that. You know, from the nineties, so. Ronin Warriors wasn't really that catchy, to be honest. It wasn't. It wasn't. I liked it, but it, it, it's not memorable at all. Yeah, it's not memorable, right? Like honestly, the Japanese intro is better. It's way better than the U.S. Uh, intro. It it really is. I have to agree. I have to agree with that. I'm like, holy shit, man! I'm like, why you didn't go with this? Like this, this right here is hard. This thing go hard in the paint. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. But yeah, Pokemon gotta be number one. Like, gotta catch them all. Like, I wasn't really a big Pokemon person. However, I damn sure knew that shit was coming on because I heard that theme song. I mean, I I think I read somewhere, man. Like, they, they did a poll. I think Pokemon Pokemon is like the 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 biggest or most hugest selling franchise. It it, it it's a crazy number, e. Like it it it. Stupid crazy. It's, Stupid crazy. <laughs> Stupid crazy. I mean, it, it was it was pandemonium. <laughs> That's what it was. I mean, it, it is a very successful franchise. I mean, it. Hell, I mean, when it, I remember it because I had the cards and I watched the show and everything. I had the games. You no, know, that's a huge franchise. So the fact that it's still going on to this day and they're still continuing to add new creatures, new Pokemon, like every six months, constantly, it's like, constantly. God, it's <laughs> <laughs> an endless array of creatures out here, man. Endless amount. Well, they they keep making new ones because you know it's it's popular. It's it's a really popular franchise. So I mean that. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon, Cowboy Bebop, Rock the Dragon. You know, with Dragon Ball Z. You know, Sailor Moon, of course. You know, as far as anime is concerned. But um That's tough. Yeah, I don't 
I don't, I don't know about this, man. It, it, it's I understand. It, it's a <laughs> it's a top five, and whenever you do a top five, it is very difficult to do a top five anything because you know once you do your top five, you start thinking of other ones, honorable mentions, you know, and all this other stuff. So it, it's it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, that's why when these when these companies or whoever make these lists, top five, top ten, you know, I I I immediately question. Okay, what the fuck is this? You know, <laughs> you know. At, at the end of the day, it's, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. Right, right. Like there, there is no right. There is no wrong. We debate. We argue. This is better. That is better. But I mean, there's no clear, definitive winner unless you want to go by popularity, by the numbers. And if you do that, then Pokemon beats everybody. If you do that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, and and I know you know people don't really. A lot of people don't really view Pokemon, you know, as one of the the greatest anime. I, I get it, but that is one of the goats. I'm gonna just be just be hunting. It's one of the goats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, it, some some people would disagree. But you can't argue the numbers, and that's nah. where things get a little. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, the numbers don't lie, man. Like, they, okay, you got the cartoon. You got the. Well, I'm, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me correct myself immediately. You got the anime, all caps underlined, all right? And you have the video games, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Ruby. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You was either blue or red. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had your, you had the Game Boy joints, which everybody had. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the popularity. Then you got the Pokemon card games, which people still play to this day. You got Pokemon Go that's on people's cell phones. You got you got all this stuff that's going on. Kenny's crazy. He's on my blood of crib. <laughs> you had to pick a color. But I mean, you had all this stuff. And I mean, you can hate on Pokemon all day. I'm not a, a huge Pokemon fan. I haven't like sat down and watched like the original Pokemon from start to finish. But I, I will give it its due. It is one of the goats. I mean, By period. I mean, again, people will argue. Well, Pokemon is not. I, we hear you, but you can't argue the numbers, bro. You no. I mean, I I know, and I I love Gundam. Gundam is my favorite anime. Whatever, it's my favorite. And I know people. A lot of people don't like mech anime. I get it, but you can't argue the numbers. <laughs> you can't argue the numbers of, of of the Gundam franchise and its longevity. You can't argue it. You can't argue, you know. Can't. What I'm saying? So I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. So I mean, po- Pokemon again. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's one I, of the goals, man. It's, it's I, one I, of the goals. I'm surprised it, it lasted this long. And I remember when Pokemon Go first came out. E, that shit was nuts. You had people in the streets walking in front of cars. I'm like, bro, you're about to fucking die over yeah. <laughs> over Jigglypuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would I would have never thought that it would have lasted this long. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how I feel about Power Rangers. I never right. thought it would last this long. You know, what I'm like I, I I'd never. It's still going on to this day. It's still going on to this day. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know, man. People like what they like. People want to. It's about to fucking die. Oh, with Jigglypuff. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Uh- 
God. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Weird. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I forgot. Diglett. There's Diglett. I mean, there's so many Pokemons out there. I think there's one. They got boxing gloves. I forgot the name of it. That might have been my favorite one. Honestly, I like Voltorb too. He looks like a Pokeball, but he electrocute the shit at you. Because you're thinking it's a Pokeball, but it's really it's really a Pokemon <laughs> at the end of the day. But I mean, the popularity of Pokemon is uncanny. Like it's unprecedented. And then Kenny, I know Kenny said in between Pokemon and DBZ, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, that gap is wider than you think. Between Pokemon and DB. Whoa. DBZ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, I okay. like what I like too, man. But I mean, between those, that that will that will come down to personal preference. And my personal preference will always be Dragon Ball over Pokemon. Oh, no, I'm talking about the numbers. That, that, I'm just talking about the numbers. Well, if you mean the numbers, then it's Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. will beat Dragon Ball in numbers all day, every day. Is 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 no it's no comparison. It's no comparison. But if you were to ask someone, well, what do you like or what do you think is better than if you're asking Dragon me, I will, I will go with Dragon Ball, but some will say Pokemon. I mean that's that's personal preference, man. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z all day now. I I'll definitely say that. I'll I'll go with that. Um <clears throat> low uh, lowdown says we was divided with Pokemon games. Either it was blue team or red team. Lord, I said, we used to flip with the Pokemon cards in middle school. <laughs> so, hey, man, you got a rare Pokemon card. You better hold on that shit like dear life, man. You get robbed. Well, yeah, yeah. You will get robbed. <laughs> you will. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you just said it nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will at, get robbed. At gunpoint, at that, you will. It's happened. <laughs> it's happened before. So, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. Man, man, man. Woo! Man, I don't know. It, it's, it's a very interesting take, man. Oh, now, now Thanos Rick, I, I do have a question to ask you because you're not on Facebook. So I, I actually posted this in the Geek Corner. Now, for people that are not familiar with the Geek Corner, all you have to do is go to Facebook and type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. And we do have movie nights. We just had a uh, movie night last night, How's Moving Castle. The two movies I will be announcing in the Geek Corner. But I did ask this question. In your experience, out of all the consoles that you have had in your lifetime, what is your favorite one and why? My second Genesis. Why is that, Thanos, Rick? I mean... Number one, that, that was my first console ever. One mm-hmm. and the games that I had. I mean, I, I had Power Rangers. I had Samurai Showdown. I had the actual, like, The memories, the memories I had with that Sega Genesis was was fantastic. You know, stand up all night, everyone in the, in the house sleep. I'm trying to beat this fucking boss on this little 16 bit whatever Genesis. Like it, it. <laughs> those memories I've never ever forget again that was my first console you know so right I, I, mean, mm-hmm. I love that system and i don't know I, I don't have much really to say about it it's just it's you know it's mine that that's my system do you have a second genesis now no, no. why don't you think i was right 
what the hell happened to my old one. But, you know, I don't know. Mm. Good memories, man. It's good memories. Now, my, my first gaming, I guess, whatever, was the Game Boy. The original Game Boy. Right, right, right. At the Game Boy first, <clears throat> I got the, 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 the Genesis, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. When, when, Daniel's Ray, when is the next time you're coming down to South Carolina? Uh, next year, sometime. Next year, sometime. All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll we, we work on this second. Just <clears throat> now, if you ask me, because I, I have my very first system was an NES. Then I went up to a Sega Genesis. I had that for a hot minute. And then um, I actually ended up getting a donated a Super Nintendo that had all like sports games and shit on it. Then from there, had a PS1, had a PlayStation, then I was Dreamcast. And from Dream, I had a Dreamcast for a hot minute. It was during the PlayStation two days, and then I ended up getting the Xbox, and then Xbox 360, then uh, PlayStation 4. But out of all of those, Sega Genesis is my favorite one. Yeah. Now, I have a Sega Mini here, which is hatched. I got a Sega Genesis here. And you can't deny Sega Genesis, man. You, you just can't. It was the system that that gave you the ratings on games right now. The reason why you got M and T for teen and M for mature, Sega Genesis did that for Mortal Kombat because it didn't have the blood code. It was the first system to have mainstream media advertise a video game system. You had Madden, you had Holyfield, you had Michael Jackson, you had Bill Bellamy, you had MTV hosting. I remember that. You remember all that, right? I do. Like, they did some heavy marketing, man. You, if it wasn't for Sega Genesis, we would not have an authentic football game. Because remember, Tecmo Bowl didn't have all the players on the field. He was minus two. That's true. That's true. But Madden didn't sign off. He 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 refused to sign off on the game unless it had the players that on the field, the right number of players on the field. That's the only way he could have signed off on it. That's why you got Madden. You had NFL '98. You had Quarterback Club. You had uh, bust it was real deal boxing. You had baseball, virtual racing. NHL 94, which to my opinion, I think NHL 94 is probably like one of the best hockey games out there. You know, retro hockey games, that, that is. Not, Never played it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I say next time you come down, I got, you already know, I got two, two Sega Genesis controllers. You know, we can rock. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you look at the stuff that they've done, you know, not to mention the shooters that they had, they had Pirates of Dark Water, on that joint, and the X-Men games, which was better than it was on the Super Nintendo. You had an X-Men and X-Men 2 Clone Wars. You had Maximum Carnage, which was on both systems, but it was better on Sega Genesis. Be real. You know, Man, Spider-Man I, the animated series. What you about to say, Thanos Rick? I had that damn Aladdin game for my Genesis. Yo! Let's talk could, about that shit. Like, I, I never could beat that game. I never could beat it. I'm right. I'm telling you right now. Currently, I am in the cave right now. Like right before he found the lamp, I'm in that. I'm on that stage right now. Are, oh man, I, I know where you're at. 
I know you. Yep. And the dark stays are like purplish, darkish color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. I saved it and I was like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm going to finish this later. Like, let's talk about that. The Disney games on the Sega Genesis were all legit. Yeah. There wasn't like some, it wasn't like, oh, let's just throw characters in here and just, just call it a game. It wasn't even that shit. Like, it was legitimately good. Lion King, it's not for the faint of heart. I'm going to let you know right now. Yeah. <laughs> you better be a G if you're going to be playing Lion King. You, you might think, oh, it's a kitty game. All right, cool. Think, think, think that way. Think that way. Well, Aladdin, Toy Story, I had that. Um, I mean, the Disney game. Okay, you had Castle of Illusion. And I think World of Illusion by Mickey Mouse. Cool Spot, Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. Comic zone. Like it's it's freaking ridiculous, man. Like I, I think it was a three button layout for me and the controller itself that, that got me. It was black. It was like jet black and red. It was sleek. It was just the cool kids had it, man. If you had swag, you got a Sega Genesis. You know, you wanna play with the little kids, you keep you keep a Super Nintendo. I'm not discounting Super Nintendo at all. It's just that Sega Genesis was cooler. It was just a cooler system. I mean, Super Nintendo. Now, e, I, I must admit, I must admit. Yeah. If we're talking about games that we played more, then I think I would have to give that edge to Nintendo. Okay. Because Duck Hunt and Paperboy, e, I played them shits for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, especially Paperboy. Especially Paperboy. You know what I'm especially saying? Especially Paperboy. <laughs> hey, listen. Kenny G putting out some some gems out here. Ride Star. You remember that for uh, Sega Genesis? You remember Rocket Knight? You ever play Rocket Knight on Sega Genesis? Rocket Knight. Rocket Knight. It sounds familiar. It's like a possum. He had a, he had on a uh, night outfit. He got a rocket pack. It, it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. I may have to Google that one. Yeah. Roll Rage. Can you say Roll Rage out there? It, 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 okay, there's two of them. There's Rocket Knight and there's Sparkster. And yeah, that, that was the other one. Um, there was a Valus. Sega CD had some good games. Sonic, Sonic CD was really, really good. Um, it just... You can just rattle off games for days. I mean, like, the only game that, that I played as much as those Nintendo games was probably Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Which was the best Mortal Kombat? Yeah, and Aladdin. In that time. In that time. In that time. Um, like Street Pir- okay. Street- yeah, Street Fighter maybe, Championship maybe, Edition. Maybe Street Fighter. You know what I'm saying? But definitely Mortal Kombat too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, and maybe you should post this to the Geek Corner E. Which system had the better games, Sega or Nintendo? Ooh, you see, Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo? Yeah. Which ones had the better games? Now, that, oh, that, that's a question. That is a question to ask. People. That's that is a great question. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, 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 have no I have no idea. I have no whew, idea. Had better games, man. Mm. I have no idea. I have no idea. That's an interesting debate because it's. I can think of some off the top of my head for Super Nintendo. You got Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Super Mario World. Uh, those are those are those are ones that that comes to my mind. Shooters. They had they had some serious shooters on Super Nintendo. 
Killer Instinct. Yeah, Killer Instinct was rare. Donkey Kong Country, um, Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3. Super Mario All-Stars. But Sega Genesis, though, man, I, I think, I think Sega Genesis got the edge. I think. Okay. But I, but I could be wrong because it was going head to head. Vector Man, you remember that? I do, actually. I do. Yeah. Yeah, Vector Man was, was tight, man. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. We, we'll figure it out, man. I'm going to put that in the geek corner along with the two, two new movies that's out, man. Appreciate that thought, man. But hey, uh, that's our show. Oh, F Zero. Kenny, Kenny G says F Zero for Super Nintendo. Star Fox. Star Fox. Yes. Yeah, Star Fox for Super yes. Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's hard. That's a hard question. I don't know now. Yeah. <laughs> see? See? I love Star Fox. I love Star Fox, man. Fuck. I love Star Fox. Man, I. I that's that's a, that's gonna be an interesting debate though. That that's very that's gonna be very very interesting. I'm very interested in what the geek corner thoughts are with that. Um, we gotta see, we gotta see, man. But yeah, this is our show for today, man. Um, we will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. And for the people that are in the metro area, the Nicola area, Soda City Comic Con is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I will be in the building, you know, taking some pictures and you know doing some things. You know what I'm saying? I will be up in the building. Um, for Saturday and part of Sunday as well. Very excited about going to this con. Very, very excited. But uh, also go to orangephoenixmedia.com if you want to check out our magazine. We got several issues of the magazine, um, digital copies. We got the most recent as well as previous months as well. Now, if you're a new listener, go to orangephoenixmedia.com um, and click on magazine. And it's only like $7.99 for the single issues. If you want to subscribe to the magazine, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix it's only five dollars a month myself and thanos rick will also dip in another special in that five dollar a month column where we do comic characters declassified where we declassify some uh, obscure characters that's not in the mainstream whether it's mcu whether it's dc whether it's dark horse or whether it's image we're gonna get, keep you up to speed with some of these comic book characters because one day they might be on tv and then you will know their background just by listening to myself and Thanos Rick. So we definitely going to jump into that. Also, Thanos Rick, there is a sale going on today up until the 31st here. You know what I'm saying? Everything is 35% off in the Geek Store. You hear me? So all you have to do, again, you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, you click on apparel, and it takes you straight to the website and you go ahead and check out what we have. Now, it's not just T-shirts designs, all right? You can go and get it in a hoodie. You can get it in a mug. You can get it in a phone case, a handbag, whatever you want the designs in, you can get it in that light. Just allow six to eight business days for you to receive your purchase or whatever the case may be. Everything from 35 to 38% off. You can also follow us at Orange Phoenix Tees as well and click on the link in that bio on Instagram. And it's going to take you to that same exact Website, yes, they know Rick. There is a one of twins design in there. You ain't gotta ask. What about cowboys? Any cowboys? There is no cowboy shit in there. Hater, it, there would never be Dallas Cowboy shit in there. Why? Because there's no Cincinnati Bengals shit up in there, neither. Yeah, see there, I'm fair. You guys are on America's team. <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> oh my god! But this is why? 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 I don't know why we do this. But anyway, we will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time. All right, to close out the week. And if you are in the metro area, in the Columbia area, if you just want to travel a little bit, Soda City Comic Con again is this weekend coming Saturday and Sunday. So I hope to see you guys there. Daniel Street, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Nah, man. Go Cowboys. Let's go. So anyway, <laughs> we are out. See you tomorrow at 10 a.m., all right? Till next time. Peace. Peace.